Three to Us on the Holy Trinity by Father Francis Salmon. We reflect on the Trinity so rarely these days, yet the Trinity is the fount of all mysteries. Before anything was created, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit always existed. The Trinity is the source of all things. Without belief in the Trinity, we cannot think rightly about salvation, which was accomplished by the Son, who became man for our salvation, in order to renew our human nature by the Holy Spirit. Before we try to explain the doctrine of the Trinity, we should first make plain to ourselves what is the mystery of the Trinity. Like the Jews in the Old Testament, Christians believe that there is only one God. Yet they recognize that in the New Testament, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit are all spoken about as God. How can three be God, and yet there be one God, not three gods? That is the mystery. We do not say that one is three, or three is one, but that God is one in one way, and three in another. God is one in his nature, and three persons. There is only one divine nature, and it is indivisible. Each divine person shares the same divine nature, wholly and indivisibly. Although many theologians discourage us from talking about persons in God today, if we claim that God is three as well as one, it must be possible to say how he is three as well as one. For example, to Muslims who believe God is only one, we say he is three persons. Theologians who oppose the use of persons for God forget that the concept of person was first worked out in the great debate about the Trinity in the 4th century between the councils of Nicaea in 325 and of Constantinople in 381, which gave us the Nicene Creed. Before this time, the ancients hardly possessed the concept of person. Calling the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit persons helps us to realize that God is personal with a care for us, and that it is possible for us to have a personal relationship with God, as we shall see. Although we tend to think that the rounded doctrine of the Trinity was given all at once, we forget that the Trinity was revealed gradually in time through history. Very simply, God is known as one in the Old Testament, which promises the coming of the Christ, the Son of God. The Son of God comes and is revealed in the New Testament and promises to send the Holy Spirit. The Son also fully reveals the Father in the New Testament. No one has ever seen God. The only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, has made him known, literally unfolded him. Later, Jesus says to Philip, Whoever sees me has seen the Father. The Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit always existed. 
No one of them ever existed before the others. They are all eternal. Each is God in exactly the same way as regards his nature. Thus they are all equal. Each is holy God, so that no one is greater than another, but each is as great as all three together. For each is God, but they are only one God. No divine person ever existed without the other two. They are inseparable and eternal. But one comes from another. The Father comes from no one, but the Son comes or proceeds from the Father. For he says that I have come from the Father, and the Father has sent him. The Holy Spirit comes from both. For Jesus said, that he would send another paraclete, the Spirit, from the Father, who proceeds from the Father. The Spirit is the Spirit of truth, and Christ is the truth, so he is the Spirit of Christ. And Christ and the Spirit work inseparably together in us. The Son never does anything without his Father, or without the Holy Spirit, who reminds us of all that the Son has said. The Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit are not only inseparable from one another, for they are the holy and undivided Trinity, but they are also in one another. The Son is begotten by the Father, so comes from him, not just once, but forever. The Father eternally begets the Son. But the Son is also in his Father, and the Father in him. Believe me, that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. It follows that, as they are in each other, the Holy Spirit is in each, and each in the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son. The Father eternally loves the Son, and the Son loves the Father. The Spirit is the love that proceeds from them both in their love of one another. No one has expressed this more completely or simply than St. John of the Cross. The breath of love which the Father breathes in the Son and the Son in the Father is the Holy Spirit. And the love with which we love the Father and the Son is a share in the love which which they love one another, for the Holy Spirit is present where the grace of charity exists. The Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit are not only in one another, but they are also in us. In that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. This is especially true of the Eucharist, when, through communion, Christ is in us and we in Christ. If Christ is in us and the Father is in him, the Father is in us. As the Father and the Son are never without their love, who is the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is also given to us with them as the gift of their love. We remind ourselves of this mystery every time that we make the sign of the cross and say, Glory be to the Father and to the Son 
and to the Holy Spirit. The beginning of our life in Christ was at our baptism in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. To live with Christ is to live with the Trinity.